broadcasting from the Stolen Droids Hangout and discussing everything that has been taking place in the geek world over the past 168 hours. Well, give or take, it's the Stolen Droids Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Stolen Droids Podcast, episode number 231. I'm Colin. I'm Zoner. I'm Zook. Colin's confused. There's no Schmitty. I was waiting for Schmidt, dog. I'm just... It wasn't there. Schmidt has, um, he, he has fallen ill with plague uh, and evidently passed out. I believe he has, he's all tuckered out. And um, Well, you know, that's interesting that you mentioned that he's got the plague because somebody in Utah just died of it. We've got people in Northern California dying of it, so it's... Which means that he yeah, has it. Most likely. So everyone needs to stay indoors at this point. With your mice. Keep the mice close. Yes. They'll protect you. That's what I understand. Is this? I have lots of computer mice. Is this, Does that is this a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference? I don't understand, or, or what? No, I'm just saying that you know, common science would have you believe that mice carry diseases, but you know, witchcraft says maybe they repel them. Just throwing some stuff out there at 11:04 p.m. on a Sunday night. It's kind of late. We're kind of out of it. I haven't been sleeping much. It's been I've been fun. sick. What sleep? And- Colin never sleeps. He really needs a woman. Never. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Maybe he'd sleep more. Uh, I, or less. Aha. Aha. Oh. <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> uh, there we go. Okay. Hey, shout out to our friends who tolerate us so nicely over at 4814 web hosting, dot com. Radio KSCR, OpenBook Audio, and Stitcher.com. We love each and every one of you for not dropping us on our butts every week. Because <laughs> we drop ourselves on our butts as it is. We would kind of deserve it, let's be honest. Or maybe we fall on our face more than drop ourselves on our butts. Well, there's four of us. We could do both at the same time. Um, I didn't actually add like any of these headlines, and I only recently started looking at it. It's been a bit of a, a hectic week for uh, us in the Zook household, so I'm actually going to let Zoner lead on this one. Inmates running the asylum. Heck yeah. Okay, so... Oh, boys. I, I don't know who put this one in, because I added most of the show notes. But This one I, was me. <laughs> okay, so yeah, um, you liar. Uh, <laughs> So, BlackBerry, also known as the cockroach of the mobile world, uh, has got some leaked photos of the Venice. That's their slider. I don't know much about this, Zook. You're the BlackBerry guy here. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't get this. I don't understand BlackBerry's thinking here with this slider. I mean, granted, it does look like a, a phone. It does. It does indeed look but like a phone. Now, a slider. I mean, the 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 Venice is the code name for their slider uh, that runs Android. Actually, it runs Lollipop. That has been rumored for a while now, and this is the second set of leaks. The first set with uh, with the screen turned on, with it working, looks like someone was messing around with it on a plane. If I have to guess. Um, those look like seats ahead of them in the picture. Uh, I do have to stress, if you're looking at the pictures here, it is not called the tech rum. That's someone adding their watermark in the most odd places. So it looks like it's printed onto the phone. Oh, that is true. I saw that. And I'm like, 
Yeah. Why would they print that on the screen for one? I know. Maybe it's some strange Quebecois way of saying prototype. I don't know. But no, it's <laughs> <laughs> strange Canucks. But it's actually, no, it's uh, it's a watermark. Um, now, let's get this out of the way. It's BlackBerry. BlackBerry, for some reason, believes that we still need uh, a physical keyboard. I'm not saying they're wrong because, frankly, there's a lot of times when a physical keyboard could be useful. Unfortunately, when I want a physical keyboard, I want a full-size physical keyboard, and I think LG is kicking BlackBerry's butt at that with their device that they came out with earlier this week. The thing freaking rolls up and fits in your pocket. I haven't seen that. What's that? Oh, it's it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. Well, find me a Um, link. But it's it's P- actually Pixar like, didn't happen. It, it, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard keys. It's not this weird gel crap like all the other mobile keyboards have been. Well, l- let's finish up here with the Venice. Uh, so this one is interesting in that uh, it does slide up. It's a portrait slider, physical keyboard underneath, uh, touchscreen keyboard otherwise. Has a micro SD card in it. It has pretty much top of the line everything else. If the rumors are to be believed, it's not a bad looker. Yes, I realize I just said that about a BlackBerry, but it's not. It really isn't. I mean, if you if you don't agree that you need a physical keyboard, nothing about this phone is going to convince you otherwise, right? This phone is specifically for the people who need a physical keyboard. But it's not bad looking. I don't know. What no, do you guys it's, think? It, it's it, really it not. It ton more length onto the phone than what's really needed but i mean it's it looks really weird well the fact that it's a slider though colin i think is okay because it doesn't really add much length in terms of what you're going to be sticking in your pocket but you know as far as the physical keyboard goes i i really don't see the need for it uh with a cell phone i i think that it's very um 10 years ago I mean, maybe even five years ago, maybe I'm giving too much credit or not enough credit. But, I mean, people like their BlackBerry keyboards. They That's the one thing that I've always heard about BlackBerry is, oh, but the keyboard's so awesome. No, it's not. But who cares? Who cares? I, I'm happy with SwiftKey. <laughs> I'm happy oh, yeah. with, uh, with voice, with voice recognition. Yeah, I mean, voice recognition right now has pretty much eliminated the need for a keyboard on a lot of devices. Okay, so I'm looking at this uh, link you sent. It's the LG Rolly keyboard. I want this thing. Oh, it's beautiful. Schmidt actually said that this is the best implementation of a mobile keyboard he's ever seen. I uh, Let's see if I can do a better job than you uh, describing it. Okay, so it's four rows, hard keys, and it rolls up like lengthwise into a stick. A four-sided, rec- well, obviously it's a four-sided rectangle, but I mean, nope, nope, I failed. I completely screwed that up. <laughs> How do I describe that? It's it's awesome. Check it out. I would use that with yeah, my tablet. We'll have- yeah, let's let's stick that into the show notes so people can actually um, see it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a very basic keyboard, but it folds up and fits in your pocket, or rather, rolls up and fits into your pocket. It collapses into a stick. Um, We don't know the actual size of the keyboard, but it appears to be almost full size, so maybe it can go in your pocket, maybe not. LG says it can. Uh, Cargo pants, maybe, I don't know. 
but it's uh, impact-resistant polycarbonate. And so it's it's not that gel, rubbery stuff that we keep seeing portable keyboards made out of. I love and, that you know, thing. This is, this, I, I want one. Oh, I, I would love to get one if I felt the need to have a keyboard, <laughs> which right now I don't. But if I would want a keyboard, that would be it. So, But yeah, I think you know BlackBerry... That's what they ought to be focusing on. Forget the slider crap. Um, that's what that's what they need to be going for. Um, I don't know this other headline. Did you add this one too, Zook? Are you lying to me? I did. Um, about the U.S. developing sanctions against China over cyber thefts. Now, I want to throw something out there before we start discussing this. My wife was looking on Facebook the other day, and somebody mentioned that we have a secret war that we are currently conducting with China. Facebook, America's number one news source for some reason. Yeah, what was it? Fox News that said that, or no? It was Facebook. CNN. Oh, Facebook. Oh, okay, gotcha. But yeah, someone said that, and I looked at her and I said, "Duh, we're in the tech industry. We know people. I've talked with a lot of people in military and government positions who uh, have either contracts or work for the military or the government in some capacity. I've I've got to interrupt here. Sorry. I know this is your show, but I can just, I can feel rough screaming right now. Like, like this show hasn't even aired yet. It won't even air for another 12 hours. And I don't know. You feel a disturbance in the force. Yeah. He's somehow screaming four dimensionally right now. Um, Yeah. People around him, I'm sorry, people, he's killed you with this song. It's like he's Black Bolt, okay? Uh, The reason why people are going on and on about China right now in this quote-unquote secret war is because of the huge downturn in stock prices we had earlier last week. Um, China has been devaluing their currency to the degree that everything's cheaper in China than it is everywhere else, which means that the American dollar is now worth so much more than the the, uh, Taiwan... I'm sorry, the Chinese, whatever it is. I just about said every other Asian country. Um, it's okay, you're Asian. We all look the same. It's true. <laughs> um, but as a result, all other imports are super expensive in China, which means that no one is importing into China. No one's exporting to China. China isn't importing anything from anyone else. Um, and it also means that Chinese goods are now so cheap on the international market that you'd have to be an idiot to not use them. Uh, that's what they've been talking about. And as a result, stocks fell early in the week. Um, actually, no, late last week, before the, the week l- before that. Yeah, yeah, something like that, within the last couple of weeks, yeah, depending I, on when you're listening uh, to this. Apple actually suffered a 20% loss in stocks at one point, which is their lowest, is the biggest hit they've hit um, since the iPhone was released. Um, of course... Those headlines all came out, and then the stocks made an immediate rebound, showing the largest rebound ever, I want to say. I may be misquoting that. But when people are saying China's secret war with the U.S., or the U.S.'s secret war with China, they're talking about the fact that China's trying to cripple us financially, not tech-wise. Because most people, strangely enough, are still completely unaware that China has been stealing all of our stuff. Evidently, they don't listen to our show enough. Well, and that's where I was going with this, is they've been hacking us for years and years and years. It Anybody who's in any sort of position of authority or in the know in the tech, tech industry knows that China is constantly attacking us, cyberly, cyber, 
cyber-wise. I, I don't know what... <laughs> I don't know the That's word. almost as bad as the Taiwan-Japanese-Chinese currency. I almost said cybernetically, but I knew that wasn't right. It's like Shadowrun. Yeah. So, but... <laughs> so now we've got the Obama administration that's developing a package of economic sanctions against Chinese companies and individuals who have benefited from China's cyber theft of... I'm not against this at all. I'm not against this at all. But I want to know, how are they going to identify them? That's an excellent question. How are they going to prove it? Or do they even need to prove it? Is it just going to be simply like this? Hey, um, you know that thing you wanted to import into the U.S. or you wanted us to import? You wanted to export it to us? Uh, It's going to cost you three times as much. And let's be honest, you know why. (laughs) Like, it's not even going to be a public thing. Yeah. Well, and, you know, the interesting thing about this is they're only going after, from the sounds of it, they're only going after uh, those that have taken, like, commercial trade secrets, industrial trade secrets. Well, What about all the military stuff? I don't think we're too worried about military secrets in that way. But commerce-wise, China has been just a dirty, dirty dirty, dirty person when it comes to... I was about to say something much worse than I realized uh, the mic is on. When Schmitty and Dr. Squishy and I went to CES, there's an entire area uh, in the Las Vegas Hilton Hall, uh, which I call it Little China. I'm sure I'm not the only one who calls it that. And every single company name in there is Shenzhen District something. And all of them are named something different. And they're all these Chinese quote-unquote companies... Uh, And I use the term very loosely because it's communist China, let's be honest. And they're all selling knockoff stuff from everywhere else. Not a single thing in there is original. Most of it has come to market years before with an American company or a Japanese company. They did better at it. They built better quality. And now that they've moved on to the next model, now here's China coming in with their knockoff version. Every single time. It's amazing, isn't it? It's horrible. And they don't even think, the people who were there didn't even think, it was like, no, 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 this is totally original, really. Why do these Deets headphones look identical to Beats headphones? Like, even the logo's the same, you just flipped it around. No, it, it's different because it's a D instead of a B. Yeah. Sorry. Totally oh. different. Totally different. Sorry, China. Sometimes imitation is not the best flattery. Sometimes it's just you being unoriginal. (laughs) Or them being horrible, horrible thieves. Or something else that you would have said that I probably shouldn't say either. Um, (laughs) Now, speaking of of theft, let's talk about Microsoft and some patent infringement that they got going on here. Or rather, don't have going on here. Did you add this one too, Zook? I did. Oh, look at you. Said you didn't do anything yet. Here it is. Our first three headlines. Tell us about patent infringement. Okay. So years ago, um, this coalition of patent owners got together and said that Nokia and Microsoft had infringed on the way that they implemented 3G cellular signals. And an international trade group agreed and said that, yes, Microsoft had completely violated the patents and they need to pay huge amounts of money. Well, it got tied up in a whole bunch of different courts. And just recently, now that it's complete moot point, 
uh, they've reversed decision and said that, no, Microsoft didn't. This group has been a patent troll. They've been engaged in unfair practices, uh, basically holding, trying to hold the market um, hostage. Microsoft says, oh, that was still going on? Like, Nokia is not even a company anymore. No one's using 3G, but thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. Small win, I guess. I, I guess it would be a win. They were cleared of of patent infringement. So, yeah, that's a win. Um, I don't know that Samsung will be cleared of any patent infringement with Apple in the near future. Uh, but well, no, no, they were. Because remember, I, was it last week we talked about when that uh, judge invalidated the patent that said that Apple owns this rounded rectangle design? Yes, yes. But there's still a lot of other stuff Samsung, quote-unquote, stole from Apple. They didn't but still they slide to unlock now. That's true, that's true. <laughs> but <laughs> while we're talking about Windows... That's half the battle, right? Uh, yeah, that is half the battle. While we're talking about Windows and Microsoft, though, uh, Windows 10, it's kind of out there a, a little bit. After a month of being out in the wild... Windows 10 is on 75 million computers. Now, I want to clarify something on this because I read through this. I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. And then I read it again and realized that they they even clearly point out that's not computers in the pipe. That is actual activations in the wild. The difference being, um, what was it, the HP Slate or what, what? It was one of their tablets when they said, oh, yeah, we've already shipped 100 million of these. And none of them had sold yet. Like they were all in the pipe. Yeah. Or like BlackBerry with their playbook and like a billion of them sitting in a warehouse. Or frankly, the uh, the iPhone, oh, it was the 5, I want to say. When the iPhone 5 first launched, it was the same problem. They overinflated the numbers by including the ones shipped to stores but not sold yet. Yes. And because it's as good as sold. 75 million. Oh, yeah. That's a that lot, is, dude. That's huge. That is a lot. That's insane. Lot. Now... now that's oh. that's pretty much the like I'm pretty sure that's the largest activation for an upgrade ever at this point. I think you're right. I I, I really want to say you're right, but that is that is unbelievable, frankly. I I, 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 <laughs> I, I what do, what do you even say to that? I don't even know what to say to that. Good job, Microsoft. Yeah, really, I mean, it's nice to see yeah. you get a win for once. <laughs> so, do you think that this is going to keep going on? Are, are we just going to keep? Is this going to go exponentially? I mean, at some point, it's got to level off. Logic would logic would dictate that it's going to level off. But I mean, are we going to see a hundred million in the first two months, first three months? Well, I I would think so. I mean, I know that's what Microsoft hopes. But let me tell you what I've been seeing at work because we've been offering to upgrade people to Windows Ten at work. Now, before Windows 10 came out, half of our computers were Windows 7, and half of them were Windows 8. And the people who had 8 said, oh, yeah, sure, upgrade me to 10. Really? It's going to take about two hours. Well, okay, upgrade me, you know, before I leave for the day. It'll be done by the time I get in tomorrow. Okay. Um, the, the imaging system we use to push images out to computers doesn't work quite the same with 10, and we haven't bothered to try and fix it. Okay, so those are people on Windows 8. They've already used 8. They love 8. Sure. Throw me on 10. People on Windows 7. Oh, yeah. I hear that's way better than 8. I really didn't want 8. Yeah. Give me 10. Not realizing it's quite a bit the same. 
and Qu- quite a bit the same as Windows Eight. Yeah, I mean, okay, it has. It's different enough that they don't feel it's the same. They feel that oh hey, I'm so smart. I completely leapfrogged over, leapfrogged over eight. Look at me and going nine. from the seven to ten and nine. Yeah, <laughs> kind of big deal. But yeah, I mean, everyone wants ten. It's a nice OS. I've been very, very happy with it. I think Microsoft yeah, really did a good job. Yeah, it seems to be pretty clean so far. Very clean. Unlike now, are you China. using 10 right now, Colin? I am, yeah. Right now, you're on a Windows 10 machine. Not right now. Not like right this second. I could hear. Sorry. I, I I'm could on, hear. I'm on my app. It doesn't work quite right. You could hear it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's amazing. Huh. He's on an <laughs> Apple it's a golden delicious, the crap of all the apples. Do, would you like me to switch over to my VM for you? Would that make you feel better? No, but it may clean up your audio. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to like hate name the next MacBook that comes through my office, the golden delicious. Like That's going to be its identifier <laughs> on the network. I hate golden delicious apples. I love apples, but I don't like golden delicious. And I got a golden delicious tree in my backyard. I actually just discovered the ginger gold breed of apple. Does it have a soul? I know. That's kind of the joke. It's like, well, there's nothing redhead about this thing. But no, it's really good. You should find one. <laughs> oh, Stolen Droids Produce just, Hour. Oh, jeez. We, we could talk about... We could talk about Apple, you know, all night long, but let we we briefly alluded to it earlier, Zook. So let's let's do some more. Um the slide to lock patent. Uh you you mentioned they just had their rounded rectangle patent invalidated. And now the Germans have invalidated their slide to unlock patent. Is there anything as debilitating as the phrase you were just invalidated by the Germans? I don't know. Yeah, it's you are no longer valid, <laughs> you little girly apple. Oh, man. oh wait, they're Austrian. Never mind. <laughs> How do you like them apples, <laughs> Apple? So, yeah, the slide to lock. You know, I think that's that's a stupid patent. It really is. It's because that's something that's on so many devices. Well, it's kind of like I mean, this was early in the game, but Apple. Um, Apple got uh, their patent invalidated years ago when they tried to patent a multi-touch touchscreen for a phone. Yes. The idea being that the touchscreen had already been patented. Their idea was, well, this is using multiple fingers on a smaller device. And the patent office very wisely said, that's kind of a given. Like, why wouldn't people do that? You can't patent using your fingers for something when fingers are built to be used. But I, I got a question, and I almost want to direct it at Colin, because he is a resident Apple user and an admin. But between this and Apple's patent for the design of the phone itself getting invalidated, is Apple on a losing streak? Have, have courts kind of caught on that maybe all their patents weren't all that? Maybe their innovation wasn't legally binding? Or so innovative? Well, I think a lo- yeah, I, and really, I think it's come, becoming more and more clear that Apple doesn't have innovation. They're not Ooh. as innovative as they used to be. Um, you know, it's everything they've ever come out with has always been an idea that someone else has had or tried to implement and did a fail implementation of it. 
sometimes even if that person was Apple. Yeah. You guys remember their toaster PC? Toaster PC? I, I'm not making this up. Google it. Did it make toast? Almost. It was made entirely out of plexiglass. It was designed upwards so the slot-loading optical drive popped up like toast, and it overheated horribly because, hey, what do you know, plexiglass doesn't exactly conduct heat away from core components very well. You guys didn't know that? (laughs) All my Google searches show toasters connected to old compact systems. (laughs) Also valid. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, while we're talking about Apple um, and their lack of innovation, (laughs) let's talk about the Apple Watch. Uh, You know, this came out on the market a few years after Android devices had had this capabilities or these capabilities, rather, of, you know, smart watches and, and such. And we've we've made numerous jokes about the Apple Watch. I don't think we need to rehash them, but we can, you know, because it's always fun to, to pile on uh, that dead horse. It could always use beat a few more times. But it actually, according to a lot of the statistics, it was not technically a flop. I know we've talked about how it was a flop. But apparently the numbers are saying it's not because it's now the number two wearable just behind Fitbit. I have problems with this. And it's not because I don't believe the numbers. I mean, for all we know, it could actually be number one and people just aren't reporting, which we know to be false because anyone with an Apple Watch is showing it off proudly. Right? Yeah. Well, most people, I was actually talking with, uh, I think it was the CEO of our company the other day. And he was saying that the Apple Watch is a complete disappointment, and he is a huge Apple fan. The yeah. dude loves Apple. I was talking about Colin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've got the Apple Watch, and it's it's all right. The only thing I ever use it for is just so I don't look like I'm an idiot typing on my phone during um, during a meeting, no, or you look like you know, an I'm idiot in a meeting with the CEO or president, your, and then typing on your wrist. Well, well, in that case, I can just. Check check my wrists and say, oh okay, this is what's going on. I don't I don't need to worry about that. You like know, the only way you IT, could look dumber is if you always have to be ready boop, to go. Boop sounds doing it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say the reason I don't really trust these numbers is because the wearable market is still so new and not really well documented. I maybe maybe that's the wrong word. Maybe tracked is the better word, that they're only like tracking four or five wearables right now. So to be number two in a four-horse race is not saying anything. That's true. That's true. I love, though, that they're still getting owned by Fitbit, which is very, very basic compared to what an Apple Watch claims to be. I love my Fitbit. It tells me how many steps I take. It tells me how many times I've gone up and down the stairs, how many calories I've allegedly burned. You know, that's... That's awesome. It's very basic. I I know when my phone rings because my wrist vibrates because of the Fitbit that I wear. But it doesn't run apps. It doesn't do all the stuff that the Apple Watch should be doing. And they're still dominating the Apple Watch, which I just take great pleasure in. Okay. (laughs) Okay. um, We'll just leave it on that note then. (laughs) 
<laughs> and let's go back to uh, Germany here. Uh, T-Mobile in Germany, uh, what is it, Deutsche Telekom, I think, mm-hmm. uh, they will not block the Pirate Bay. Or, excuse me, Austria. Austria, guys. Um Let's see here. The oh, I guess it was not Deutsche Telekom. A one Telekom Austria was ordered to block um, block access for its subscribers by the Commercial Court of Vienna, and um, yeah, basically T Mobile has come out and said we're not going to do it. They say, "quote We will not comply with this request, and access to the Pirate Bay will not be blocked." So that's awesome. I I like them. I think it's cool that T-Mobile's doing that, taking a stand. You think this is going to come back to bite them? Nah. It'll roll over. I see what you did there. big of a deal. It'll roll Mm. over. Uh, We're not talking about singular. And actually, I I was wrong. Uh It it is Deutsche Telekom. So, but yeah, I think that's... The Power Mac G4 Cube. That's the toaster. That's the toaster, Zook. That was going to drive me nuts. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Go ahead. What were you talking about? <laughs> now I've got to look this up. Ugly, ugly thing. No, it's innovative. Dude. I have one of these in my apartment. Do you really? <laughs> yes. Wow, you are like... This was guy. This was when I have a bunch of old computers just sitting in my closet. This was when Apple thought that putting everything in clear plexiglass was just unbelievably futuristic, which is funny because that idea of the future went away in the eighties. Like clear plastic speakers, clear plastic monitor, clear plastic mouse, clear plastic keyboard. Everything's clear plastic. Maybe they're trying to go back to the future. Okay, whatever. Shut up, y'all. <laughs> you're, you're trying awfully hard. Do you want me to take back over? <laughs> oh. Do you want to? No, not really. Put me in the corner. Nobody puts me in the corner. Okay, okay, so... Last thing on this whole T-Mobile, Deutsche Telekom thing. It's not really that surprising because as much as the Germans hate piracy, you know what they hate even more? Google? Well, okay. Yes, that too. <laughs> um, no, they really, really hate limiting free speech or freedom. They're really touchy about that whole thing. They don't like people invading privacy. They don't like uh, people registering them. They don't like any of that sort of stuff. I can't imagine why. Yeah, evidently it did not work out well in their favor in the past. So that's not me trying to make light on that history. Just simply, it's a strong urge for them to not do that. So it doesn't really surprise me. Yeah, I think it's awesome. And I'm not really surprised that it's T-Mobile that's doing that, though. Because T-Mobile has just kind of flipped the bird to everything that people would traditionally expect them to do. And they've been very successful at it for the past few years. And so Not I, just that. I'm kind of surprised that that's not an actual T-Mobile slogan. <laughs> Flip the bird to the other carriers. <laughs> T-Mobile, you can send the the check to my attention at 1630 no i'm not going to give out my address because that's foolish i'll get attacked i'm sure um nintendo 
What, Colin? You just he's like, yeah, I want to attack you with a baseball bat. Shut up. Um, it's every single day of my life. Yeah, pretty much. I'm kind of a jerk. <laughs> uh, so Nintendo has filed for a patent for a download-only console. Are they the first ones to do this? No. I didn't think so. I, I This should not surprise me, but yet it does. And I can't help but feel like Nintendo is very late to the game on this. Yeah. Um, originally, we had the Phantom. The Phantom uh, was also known as Vaporware. It never came to light. Um, it was a download-only console. Uh, that was, oh, geez, 2002, I want to say. And then we have Steam Boxes. Let's not forget those. Yeah, there is the Steam Box. So, no, they're, they're not exactly new. They're not, they haven't really breached unexplored territory. That's what I was thinking. I find that this is very interesting, though, for Nintendo, because Nintendo, to me, seems to be... They they seem to be the, the console that is trying to be innovative and groundbreaking, but kind of falls short, kind of like your little brother that wants to go play baseball with you and trips over first base every time he gets out there. Uh, that's kind of how I see Nintendo for the last, I don't know, 10 years. His older brothers, Sony and Microsoft, just keep saying, oh, we really don't want to have to take him with us. He's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, Nintendo is kind of like the part retard of the consoles. <laughs> Hate mail can be sent to you. Feedback at StolenDroids.com. This is what happens when you put me in charge, Zook. You know if I talk too much, I'm eventually going to say something like I'm that. I'm supposed to be the offensive one now. That's my role. You've taken over as leader. <laughs> So I lead in the offensive comments. Huzzah! But, yeah, I think that this is cool. I, I'm very surprised, honestly, that we haven't haven't gotten to this point before with consoles where we have an actual major console manufacturer coming out with a downloadable-only device. I, I fully expected the Microsoft One to be download-only. Or, excuse me, the Xbox One from Microsoft. I I was very surprised when they said, oh, yeah, by the way, it takes discs. So, ah, uh, jeez. Oh, it's a good thing listeners can't see this because I'm just, I'm baffled by what's going on in this show right now. I, I found my old uh, sunglass inserts that snap onto my glasses, and I found that I can snap them onto my nose without the glasses, and I suddenly look like Morpheus out of the first Matrix. Yes, I think I with do. Hair. Morpheus with hair. Asian Morpheus. Asian Morpheus. <laughs> All Morpheuses look alike. That's true. Um, <laughs> now, I want to know, and I don't think any of us right here on this panel are qualified to answer, but are game manufacturers just kind of fed up with Nintendo at this point? Oh, this is going to be awesome. We're cartridge-based again. No, we're optical-based. No, we're cartridge-based. No, we're not based on anything now. Now we can stream. Now we can stream, and we can go to a small handheld unit. Oh, now we're download only. If I were a game developer or a game publisher, I would just kind of say, okay, you know what? Uh, figure out what you're going to do. We're going to go play in someone else's yard for a while. See, the thing that kind of bugs me with Nintendo is... The backwards compatibility. Every time they come out with a new console, there's no compatibility at all. And 
you know, I would expect once games went to optical discs that that would no longer be the case. That there would be some semblance of backwards compatibility. But yet Nintendo just continues to pee all over that concept. And people keep eating it up. Is it because they love Mario and Link that much? They really want to. Yeah, they they really want to. It's kind of like Sonic. (sighs) I was never a big Sonic fan. I just wasn't. And seeing Sonic and Mario at the Olympics just kind of makes me sad. Just kind of makes me sad. Let's talk about some other sad news. (laughs) Ashley Madison, this is the story that's never going to go away. Never, ever, ever. Yeah. Um, Oh, my gosh. This has turned bad. This this has turned really bad. Okay, so we've got some serious fallout now from the Ashley Madison hack. Um, And it's led to Ashley Madison putting a bounty on the hackers' heads. It's, what, 500,000 Canadians, so like 380,000 U.S. dollars uh, reward for the lead or information leading to the destruction, I guess, of the people that hacked them, Team Impact. Um, but this was brought about. There's been suicides linked to this hack. People whose names were thrown out there as being members of of Ashley Madison have committed suicide over this. There, there are probably a few people um, who will be discharged from the military. There was a lot of military email addresses in there, and that's there actually were. against their code of conduct. You can lose everything. Yeah, and meanwhile, Washington politicians that were linked to it are just reveling in the fact that they're freaking made out of Teflon. Um, unfortunately, the CEO is not Teflon because he ended up resigning this week. Uh, but yeah, this is just getting worse and worse for this company. There's also uh, been some investigation into the female accounts, and you might recall, I think it was a few months ago when they filed the, some people filed a class action lawsuit against Ashley Madison saying that the female accounts weren't really all that prevalent. Well, it turns out that the majority of the female accounts are fake. And so, yeah, there's that. It's I think they said like 95% of the accounts were belonged to men. And of that 5%, like the majority of them were fake females. So, or, or had never actually used the account. Exactly. This reminds and, and, me very much of a uh, the Far Side comic. You guys remember the Far Side, Gary Larson? Of course, of course. Yeah, gotta love yeah. that. There's this great comic, uh, and there's a few wolves standing up, and they're dressed as sheep, and they're pulling the masks off. It's like, wait a minute, you two? Are there any real sheep in this field? And you can tell all the sheep <laughs> all have like the eye holes cut out and everything. It's all wolves and sheep clothing. And it's like, yeah, that's got to be kind of what they're feeling right now. Yeah, I think it really does. I think it really does. But, you know, it's kind of kind of fitting because they've got a new report that alleges that Ashley Madison executives actually hacked a competing site a few years ago. Yeah, and that's where they got most of their, uh, their information. Yeah, ironically, the emails were found within a giant cache of data that was leaked in this in this giant hack that they're going through. Um, so yeah, karma kind of sucks. 
Now, I, I want to shed light on the extortion bit of this because part of the problem that's been happening is uh, either the hackers or other interested parties have been reaching out to people whose information has been compromised by this and have been trying to extort money out of them. Uh, Ashley Madison has said that if this happens to you, contact law enforcement because, look, okay, having an affair is bad. What these guys are doing is actually illegal by international law. So they they kind of lost any moral high ground they may have thought they had. Uh, That's just funny that you say Ashley Madison and moral high ground. I know. I know. It felt (laughs) weird to say. I got to I got to admit. Yeah, I think that that's crazy, though, that there's so many extortion attempts. And you knew it was coming. Have you received any, Zook? No, we- I, I have. Yeah, as we talked about last week, and I'll just bring it up myself again here. My email address was found in that uh, that dumped information, but I went through it again. Um, it's not linked to any valid information. My email address address exists, yes, and they spelled it correctly. Congratulations. But none of the rest of the information on it links to anything even remotely related to me. It's kind of like they just trolled whatever email database they could find and paired it up with other information. I would be, I'd be surprised to see if they even put it with a mail account. I know that sounds weird, but my full name, um, people don't typically know if it's a male or female name. I, I've been mistaken as female before by people who didn't know that I was a man. Is that because it ends with the E sound, like, you know, Yuki or whatever? Maybe, maybe. I honestly don't know enough Japanese myself to know if that's the case, but possibly. I'm saying my brother and I I both grew up getting uh, mailers from, like, Lisa Frank or whatever it is. You know, things aimed at young girls because they didn't know if we were boys or girls. They just saw our name on a mailing list. I really, really want to just magazine bomb you with a bunch of women magazines where the hell am i getting all these 17 (laughs) magazines from (laughs) while you're at it do a glitter bomb on them as well perfect because that would be fun i'm just saying i mean um i my wife knows i mean obviously if i'm comfortable telling all of our listeners and i've already told her and we've been keeping an eye out for it but other than some really annoying spam i've been getting no i haven't gotten any kind of offer quote unquote that's the wrong so, so that's the wrong word to you, use considering this headline you didn't <laughs> you didn't just let your wife find out by listening to the show no <laughs> she doesn't listen to this show <laughs> I could say anything on here. She's all, I have to live with this. There's no way I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud to say I I was not compromised. Let's just reiterate that one more time. A major data breach, and I was not part of it. So that's a first for me. I, I, I'm pretty happy there. However, happy. your wife. Yeah, I I didn't look her up. I'm pretty sure she... <laughs> wasn't involved either. He, he's got this thing that's called trust suit. <laughs> Let's be honest here, okay? Between you, me, and the other three and a half billion men on the planet, we all know that women don't need a website to to find a guy who's willing to hook up. That is true. That is true. And and I, I want to just lay that out there for if in the future any other Ashley Madisons ever come to the light of day, 
If ever you see an ad on there and you think, hey, I'll bet you there's a girl on that website just looking to hook up, realize that you are talking about women, first off, and that they don't need websites. <laughs> they could go to the bar and drink for free for days. They, they could go to the website. library. And drink for free for days, and which would be awesome. <laughs> Depends on the state, you know. Drunk librarians, heck yeah. <laughs> There's an entire genre for that, I'm sure, now that you've said it out loud. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Rule 34 applies. Rule 34 applies. Don't okay. Google that, people. Well, moving on. Um, you guys ever use uTorrent? MuTorrent, however you say it? Yeah. Um, I, I know, used to. I used to when I was big into the torrenting, and I got really tired of it because every update I was bombarded with more and more ads of, ironically, women who allegedly wanted to hook up. Were they Russian? Um, yeah, and Chinese. Yeah, yeah a um, lot of Russian women, evidently. Yeah, the, the Russians... There's a lot of mail-order brides. Yeah, and I have no need for any of that because my wife's hot and I'm very happy with her. Um You'll keep but her. yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna hang on to her as long as I can. Good job, good job. Yeah, I I I figure that's in my best interest. Mrs. Um, Honor doesn't listen either. In case anyone was wondering, yeah, it, it's probably not in her best interest to keep me around, but it's definitely in my best interest to hang on to her. But um, I got tired of all the ads, and it just became so invasive and so almost offensive some of the ads i was seeing that i just uninstalled it and and switched to something else but they now are wanting to start charging for their software um i don't know how i feel about this i don't feel uh, great um when i first started using utorrent and i do call it utorrent even though i know it's technically supposed to be a micro um it was billed as the much smaller footprint. It runs a lot faster. It has a lot fewer things in the background. I think their their popularity, though, just caught up with them. And now, geez, every time it's updating, yeah, I got more ads. Hey, you want to have this uh, introductory offer? No, I don't. Hey, you want this toolbar? No, I don't. You want us to run in the background all the time and offer to give you movies? No, I really don't. Um, and it's all legal. It's just all really freaking annoying. And I will say this: I mean, they've they've been a free service for for so long that you know it's hard to make money without having those things, which I can completely understand in a business uh, mindset. But then again, as a geek wanting to use an awesome free tool, it gets harder and harder to find tools because it's all going subscription based. It's all be, it's just a huge market right now within the with within the world. I mean, the tech industry is growing, which means all these tools are going to grow with it. Now, uh, I want to say Firefox has a built-in... Uh, is it Firefox? They have a built-in torrent client? It, yeah, I think it's so. It's one of the browsers. Maybe it's not just Firefox. I see it going that way. Like, all they need to do is build a, a, a torrent client into Chrome and another one into Edge. And that's it. That's the only client you need then. Yeah, Firefox has a built-in plugin called uh, Torrent Tornado. Sounds like something you buy at Seven <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> Have you used it, either of you, or? Nah, never. Mm-mm. Yeah, I I actually switched over to Qubit Torrent um, a few months ago, 
it's what uTorrent used to be in terms of just very small, very fast, no ads. Uh, I wonder, though, if once uTorrent goes to this paid model, if they're going to continue putting their ads out there, if they're going to continue all this stuff that makes people hate them so. Or if they're just going to go away and say, hey, you paid for it, great, thanks. Here's your ad-free experience. Something tells me they probably won't. But probably not. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, speaking of trying to make money and pay the bills, Rovio has just had to cut two hundred and was it two hundred sixty jobs uh, because they're basically irrelevant now. Uh, they they reduced their workforce by one hundred and ten employees last October, and now they're doing another two hundred and sixty. That's not a good sign. Uh, Angry Birds just not paying the bills anymore, and Rovio is trying really hard to stay viable where they can keep putting out irrelevant games. Well, I have been playing um, Angry Birds 2 almost nonstop since it launched, and it's actually a lot of fun. It's really, really good. Um, However, it's annoying in that it is showing me ads and videos constantly like non-stop anything you want to do let me show you an ad let me show you an ad please let me show you an ad let me show you a video you want this you need more gems you can tell it's a definite cash grab and even though it's angry birds 2 you gotta realize this is the 13th game they've put out yes they've put out a lot and they're all basically the same thing when it comes down Mm -hmm. to it the first one was a lot of fun i enjoyed the first angry birds star wars uh, but I got tired of them. I'm going to be honest with you. I got tired of them. And by number seven or eight or 12, I was I was done. I was totally done. I haven't played one since like the third third version. It just got way too old. It's kind of like World of Warcraft. You, you reach a certain point where you're just like, screw it. It's the same thing over and over again. It is. It is. It's the same thing over and over again. And I think that... That's leading to a lot of problems in the mobile gaming um, marketplace because it's pretty much stagnant at this time. People are not are not playing games like they did on their phones or tablets or whatever. Um, uh, Venture Beat's got a really good article kind of outlining that. Um, and it's interesting. It says here that the top games on mobile in 2015 are the same games that were at the top of the charts in 2012. And it's really starting to wear on people. You've got Clash of Clans. You've got... Um, is Angry Birds even still up there? I don't even know. Um, but, you know, Clash of Clans. How many different Clash of Clans types apps are out there? I mean, there's countless. They see something. Game developers see something. And they just copy it. Because, oh, it worked for them. So let's do it. And I think people are getting tired of it. I want something new and new and fun and a little bit innovative. So I won't be going looking to Apple for that. But uh, they say that there's been a 37% decline uh, of gaming on mobile devices uh, over the past year. People were doing 52 minutes each day. Now it's just 33 minutes. And... I think that it's just the very nature of games on mobile devices. The whole free-to-play just kind of 
pisses me off. I'm sure it does a lot of other people, though, too. I don't think I'm alone in that. Sorry, what was that? I'm playing Yahtzee. Uh, it was my turn against my wife. <laughs> wow. Um we were just talking about how Amazon's ending the free app of the day. Oh, it sucks. I love that. <laughs> Actually, we weren't, but that was an awesome segue. <laughs> I just moved right into that. You see what I did there? Yeah, they've ended the free app of the day promo, and they have now introduced Amazon Underground, uh, which offers over $10,000 in apps, games, and in-app items that are actually free. Unfortunately, from what I've seen from different people chatting it's very ad driven uh you go get a free app on amazon underground and it is going to have a whole heck of a lot of ads on it so if you're okay with that if you've got a good ad blocker and if you're okay with the awesome amazon drm that they always have to deal with um yeah go for it have fun um just an example, though, Castle of Illusion, Mickey's Castle of Illusion by Disney. Uh, you can still buy it, though, for 10 bucks, but there is a free version on the Underground Store. Um, so a lot of, lot of tighter restrictions on which devices they can be installed on. Um, really kind of crazy. Really kind of crazy. I get why they're doing this. I mean, let's be perfectly honest. They were probably losing a lot of money on that free app of the day. because And Schmitty taught me this. But even if you don't want the app, get it anyway. Because maybe down the line you want it, and yep. then you already have it. You already own the license for it. But for everyone that they give away free, they either have to pay the pub- publisher themselves, or they have to convince the publisher to not charge for it. It's a losing business model for what is essentially, uh, look, we're, we really want you to give this away or we're going to pay you this amount for all these downloads for people who may never use the app. Exactly. And I guess with underground, uh, Amazon will be paying developers a certain amount on a paper on a, or excuse me, on a per minute played basis. So if you play the castle of illusion, the underground version for two hours, Amazon's going to pay the developer based on those two hours, which I find that interesting. I find that, I find that really interesting that they're going to do that. And maybe it's the amount of ads that they're going to see in those two hours or, or something. But yeah, I find that interesting. How many more times can you say interesting? Interesting. I don't know. Shut up. (laughs) Let's talk about something else. It's, fascinating (laughs) Netflix has ended or is ending their deal with Epic's cable uh, that is going to impact some of the movies that you see on Netflix here in the next few months Uh, I think it ends the end of September but no fear Hulu has jumped in and they have signed a deal with Epic's so no worries there and then uh, Ice Bucket Challenges. Remember those things. They actually oh, yeah. helped. They actually helped. ALS researchers made a big announcement this week saying that they had some serious breakthroughs because of the money that was raised by the Ice Bucket Challenge. So that's cool. Hopefully, you know, it can help lead to a cure. And, and $77 yeah. million. Yeah, that's amazing. That's, insane. that's really they, cool. 
this is taking a, a, a drastic left turn from our normal uh, talk, but this is really cool because not only – before this challenge came out, before the Ice Bucket Challenge came out, they had known that there was a protein in the brain or, or in the system that wasn't doing what it was supposed to do, and it led to ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. But they didn't know what it was doing. They couldn't figure out what it was doing. With the money that was raised from it, they have figured out not only what the protein is doing, but that it's reversible. That's insane. That's so exciting. Sorry, I'm probably more excited than I should be. Uh, but my, <laughs> uh, my wife and my daughter both suffer from a neuromuscular disease that is it's very different from ALS. It's not in the same family. I don't want you to think that that's the case. But the fact that this kind of fundraising can work and can lead to cures for diseases that previously were uncurable really makes me excited. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. And it's nice to know that me getting ice water dumped on my head was not for nothing. I managed to slam Schmitty in the side of the head with the ice bucket uh Water, ice bucket, water. Um, not an ice bucket itself. That's how you do it. Yeah, his kids started screaming. They didn't like that. Evidently, we probably should have had them inside when we recorded that. Apparently, it's terrifying. All right. Well, it, you're the one who led this episode. Should I still go first for favorites, or does that mean you do now? I'll do it. Okay. Since we've talked so much about mobile, mobile gaming here in the last few minutes, my favorite is a mobile game. Woo-hoo! It's available on both iOS and Android. I only linked to the Android version, though. Um, but it's Walking Dead Road to Survival. It's a kind of a RPG mobile version of whatever an RPG would be. A um, lot of fun. I've been playing it quite a bit, and you know, it does offer all of the limitations of mobile games and all of the annoyances of mobile games. However, if you like The Walking Dead, especially the comic, which this is based off of, not necessarily the television show, uh, then you might want to check it out. Very cool. Um, apologies if I'm wormholing right now, because I think I am. But um, my favorite this week is uh, a very interesting introspective on The Karate Kid, the first one, uh, where it points out that in reality, by any definition, Daniel's the real bully in the movie. No joke. He picks every fight in that movie and is a real douche about it half the time. And if it weren't for the fact that he was randomly, magically healed by the dark wizard Miyagi in the final tournament, he wouldn't have made it anywhere near that. The dark wizard Miyagi. I love that. It's true. It is true. You can't trust those people from Jersey. Never. And, and and here we go, just offending an entire state of our listeners. Sad days. Um, so that brings me to my favorite, uh, which uh, leads to Arrow returning on October 7th, which I am way stoked for. Um, I've been a big fan since season one, and it just keeps on getting better and better. Uh, but Nerdist decided to point out Will this actually break the internet with the trailer dropping? Which, honestly, I kind of think it might, because Arrow has just gotten so big over the years. It's it's incredible how how much it's been able to grow for something that's been put out by DC. Um, and so hopefully we'll be seeing that trailer within the, the next couple weeks here, and we'll get it posted as soon as it comes out. I'm excited for it. Yay! 
Well, cool. That's our show. I'm going to still end this up. Hope that's okay. Uh, that's probably anything, for the best. <laughs> if you have any feedback, let us know. Feedback at StolenDroids.com or give us a call at 801-917-GEEK. Make sure to follow us on Facebook. Friend us on Twitter. Plus us on LO. And tolerate us on Google+. Plus. I don't know what you actually do on LO. Uh, until next time, cheers. Hasta luego. <laughs> Good day. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.